0: Good day. Good afternoon.
1: Good whenever it is you are listening to this. Thank you very much for listening to this. You are checking out yet another woke and baked. And today my guest is good old Buttonface. And today we are breaking down this weekend's UFC fight night, headlined by Robert Whitaker and Darren Till. I want to give a very solid shout out to my supporters, Iron Asylum, located at 35165 KB Drive. Behind Save You More, you can find them on Instagram and Facebook, as well as their website, theironasylumgymak.com. The gym is open 24 hours a day. Personally, I like going in the morning. I was there this morning. I did a lot of stretching, did some mashing, and some other stuff. It was nice. I enjoyed it. I highly recommend you find folks get into the gym, get some exercise get some stretching and just get some, get some movement going. All right. Uh, the number to call for the Iron Asylum is 907-953-4720. Get yourself some more information, get yourself a sweet gym membership and get your sweet ass back into the shape that you want to be in. All right. Next up, Red Run Cannabis Company, located on the Kenai Spur Highway. They are the growers of fine cannabis, the brewmeisters of Hashade, Blueberry, and now Strawberry Hashade. They make can of caps, honey sticks, and peanut butter. By the way, their peanut butter is bought farm direct. They don't make their own peanut butter, but they get it from farmers who do, in fact, make their own peanut butter. They carry flour concentrates, including decarb oil and cartridges. And because Red Run has their own manufacturing facility, nobody can beat their prices. They also stock edibles from Lady Grey and Creative Confections. They stock Alaskan-made Frontier CBD. And if you are interested in some bud, maybe you're interested in some oils, maybe you're interested in some edibles, be sure to ask your bud tender for suggestions. Also check out their website, redruncannabiscompany.com for more information as well as weed maps for their current menu. Hashade and all of Red Run's products are available at fire dispensaries in the great state of Alaska. Next up 5150, located in the heart of Soldotna. They are your home for American made CBD vape products with over 240 flavors of juices to choose from they carry coils mods and really pretty much anything else you could possibly need for your vaping desires all right 10th planet Soul dotna located at all american training center classes start at 7 p.m kids classes run concurrent to adults and run to about 8 30 p.m adult classes are taught by 10th planet black belt curtis Hembroff. While kids classes are taught by Tenth Planet Purple Belt Priscilla Hembroff, they may or may not be related. All right, AK Forty Nine Martial Arts slash Bang Muay Thai located in the Peninsula Serenor Mall. Kids BMT starts at 5 p.m. Adults start at 6, and coaches include BMT Brown Belt Seth Stacy, as well as i A- I'm sorry, AFC's the AFC's Alaska Fighting Championships 135 pound champion. Victor Rodriguez. For more information, including their current schedule, check out AK49 Martial Arts on Facebook and at AK49 Martial Arts on the Gram. As always, links to the topics discussed are in the description. All right, thank you very much. Oh, by the way, that includes links to the music suggestions that we give at the very end of the podcast. So there you go. If you're looking for good music, we provide that for you. All right, ladies, gents, others, have a great day and enjoy the podcast. being treated like elite athletes and this dude to have a turnaround from a two round fight I and mean, he even, even Who if, fight some undercar guy? Um I can't remember the name, uh, David Craig or something okay, like that. And that's the one he choked out, right? Choked out. Um but he was on a tear in uh, in Grape, which is an organization in the Middle East. Yep. Um he's he's a fighter. He's a bad, bad human being. Um and so it'll be interesting to see where he goes because he's already called out Cowboy, which would be a probably at this point a bad fight for Cowboy. Um, and, and not for any reason other than this guy is a bigger Habib. Um, the problem is that Cowboy won't say no to fight. Sometimes he should. All right. was saying-
0: yeah, I was, Cowboy
1: would know it after murder, He ain't fought. He ain't fought since. Yeah, he shouldn't have fought on that fight. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, Kazma Chimeyev and Reese McKee. I, I've got... My, my rule now is like if... If I can't pronounce your name, you're probably gonna get my. You, you'll you'll get my like that. Um, I got it right here. Let's, let's fucking get the podcast going. All right, so let's let's talk about this right now because your girlfriend is gonna give you a double shot of goose of gray goose the gray goose vodka. All right, uh, for every one that you get wrong, and myself, I'm gonna take a, a shot of uh, red runs 8. So. We're, by the way, we're both adults. We are free to make terrible decisions. Um, Those are both terrible decisions. <laughs> yeah. Depending on how we do on this card, this could be a, a bad, bad decision. Um, so, moving on to uh, Alex Oliveira, okay, versus Peter Sabota. Now, Peter's from Germany, Alex is from Brazil, and Alex Brazil. survived a grenade attack. So, if, you are, if you're from Brazil... Your name is Cowboy, and you survived a grenade attack. Um, you're kind of like the sentimental favorite. <laughs> um, I like that.
0: You can't you you can't not be tough to survive a grenade attack. Like he's his durability is proven just in the fact that a grenade couldn't take him out. Uh, yeah, you have to you have to really really appreciate that. Um, and so
1: you know we'll see where this goes. We'll see how it turns out. Now, but I, I like Alex Oliveira in this fight.
0: Can I step up the bet a little bit? What do you we, want to do? I was thinking something to make it more entertaining for us. If we say you pick a winner, I pick a winner, right? I pick the loser. If we can also pick the way in the round, it's just another, we got to double it up then at that point. If, we, and if let's say I pick first round submission, okay. and it goes second round knockout, then nothing doesn't count as far as the extra shot. Okay. But if you pick the right person, the right round and the right way, Gotta triple it up. I'm willing to do that. But this is after the top three fights.
1: Okay, because we're going to have to expand on that because it's a little, little fuzzy to me upstairs to how okay. that's going so, to... We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll okay. get there, okay? We still got a couple fights so, to do. right now... Peter Sabota, Alex Oliveira. I'm going with Alex Oliveira. Survive a grenade attack. Got gotcha. to
0: Camping against him. Now, if we both lose, we still have to do the shots, all right? Yes, okay. 100%.
1: Um, Paul Craig. And... Gaz, uh, Gad Zimrod, uh, yeah, that guy. He's, he's the winner. He's the winner. All I'm right, wa- the guy from Russia.
0: I might go with Paul.
1: Okay, well, you can be I want to mix it
0: up. I want to say I'm going with Paul. You got a simple name. Two first names, Paul Craig. Craig has asked me to be a lot in school, tough kid. Dang, I'm going with him. Oh, oh boring ass Paul.
1: Um, Fid- yeah, but I'm, I'm sure boring ass Paul versus. Uh, Gadz- Gadzimurad, Gad, Gadzimurad. Can his last name? Nope. It's Antigulag. Antigulov. Yeah. Antigulov. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna call him Gads Antigulov, and I'm gonna say Gads Antigulov from? is a bad human being. Well, let's let's look into that real quick. Let's see where he's from. Uh, yeah, right? he's from Dagestan. Oh shit. Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, Gads Antigulov. I'm going. to Paul Craig American? Nope. What's he?
0: Uh, No, he looks like he is Scottish. Scottish? I'm going Scottish. Scottish. Yeah, yeah, he's from, from Coatbridge, Scotland. Scotland. Yeah, I'm drinking. I'm going with Scott. Scott is going to win. Yeah, but you're drinking vodka. I'll pour you're a from shot. From France. I will pour a shot of some. Let me think here.
1: Some Don't whiskey. make
0: yourself sick. Whiskey?
1: Don't make yourself sick. Oh, I won't. Don't. Whatever, fuck it. It's your liver. <laughs> um, <laughs> that thing came out years ago. Just All right. So So you and I are, have a difference of opinion there. I'm going to go with the guy from uh, the guy from Dagestan. You're going with the Scott. Fair enough. Uh, moving on to Marina Rodriguez versus Carla Esparza. Now, don't get me wrong. I've, I've been a fan of Carla Esparza for a minute. I, I like her name. It's the Cookie Monster. It makes me happy. She's from Redondo Beach. But... But um, for the same Marina's. reason that I'm going with uh, Alex Oliveira, um, you know, I, I kind of got to go with uh, uh, with the Brazilian. I got to um, go, yeah. I'm definitely but, going Marine on this one. Mm, I don't know. Like I, I'm afraid that at certain points in a, in a fighter's career, they get brought in to make the new blood look good, mm-hmm. and I I'd hate to think that that's where Carlos Esparza is, um, but there's that distinct possibility that she's being brought in to make um, Marina. Marina look good. But we'll see how this goes. So you got? I'm, I'm going to go with Marina on this one. Um, not because I necessarily, you know, like who I want to win versus who I think is going to win. And this is me going with who I think is going it's to kinda win. It's kind of
0: like whenever I see uh, Derek Lewis fight, I always go with him. Whether I think he's going to win or not, I have to go with Mr. My Balls Are Hot. Doesn't matter who he's fighting. Doesn't matter. He could be fighting my dad. <laughs> uh, interesting
1: note, though, right? So... Uh, Marina Rodriguez is older than Carlos Barza.
0: By a year, yeah. By, by a year. She does have four inches of fucking reach on her. Four inches of height two inches of reach, though. She's also 12-0. Yeah. 12 so two. And
1: 2 Huh? 12-0-2. 12-0-2. Alright. So, we'll see, but um, Marina, I'm, I'm going to go with Marina. Uh, moving, okay, so we, we're yeah. actually, we're
0: getting into the top three. Now, so you here's explain my Your Okay, so if you can pick how they how they die thing. You can pick the person, the round, and the way that person wins, then I will do a double shot per each way you picked, if it's accurate. So if you say you're picking Gustafson to win first round knockout, and it happens that way, I'm doing three double shots. But if you say first round knockout it goes second round knockout, that doesn't count because you picked the first round, so it's kind of all null and void. So if you're correct on all three ways, then I'll triple it up. All right, um, Manny Van, brave man, Cotton, I got this. Button face coming through the clutch. All right, so now this fight. Alexander uh, oh yeah, Alexander
1: Gustafsson and Fabrizio Verdum. Alexander Gustafsson retired, what, a year ago, two years ago. Uh, he's making his return at heavyweight against Fabrizio Verdum, who is coming back uh, in his second fight uh, since his suspension was over. He's coming off yep. a two-year, two-year layover from the suspension and a few months um, from the loss to, I believe it was Alexei Olenov. Um so, that being said, Fabrizio Verdum is 42 years old. Uh, Alexander Gustafson, if I recall correctly, he's 33 years old. Uh, yeah, 33 years old. Um, I, I like Gustafson. He's the younger fighter. He's the fresher fighter. But Fabrizio, you can't, his ground game
0: is just intense. His ground
1: game is, is very good. Uh, but if I'm not mistaken, Gustafson's isn't so bad either. No, Gustafson's
0: good ground game. But Gustafson prefers to stand. He prefers to use his ground game to stop it from going to the ground. Kind of like Liddell. Everybody thought he had no ground game. Liddell, back in the day, had great ground game, but he used his, his ground game to help him keep it standing. Gus was the same way. He wants to stand and bang. He wants to pick you apart on the feet. The question is, can he... He kept Jones up on his feet. So the question is, can he keep Fabricio up on his feet? I He's going to kick the shit out of his legs. Uh, he's gonna kick him really
1: really hard and, and in a very real way this might be the last time we see Fabrizio Verdum in a UFC cage not to say that he wouldn't fight he couldn't fight in Bellator he couldn't fight in one he couldn't fight all over the place he's a big star. That being said, um, I, I think this might be uh, the, the last time we see Fabrizio Verdoom in uh, a UFC cage. in a UFC card
0: he'll probably hit Bellator next and then go around and maybe hit some pride up and... unless he looks great he could he could come away from this. And look great.
1: He could move quick. He could be strong. He could look better than he's ever looked. And he could take it down. He could kill Gustafson and kill him quick. He could throw on some crazy submission that we haven't seen from a heavyweight in a very long time. He does that ability. Yeah, he he does. He did it to Fedor ten years ago, um, and and I, that that
0: same killer is still there. Um, but can he apply that now at this age with a fighter? Because we got to admit. Fighters 10 years ago aren't the fighters that we're seeing today. No, no. We are seeing a whole new breed of killers that are entering that octagon that are actually, I want to say, improving everything that they grew up watching.
1: Prime Francis Ngannou versus Prime Fedor. It's just like, it gets scary. It gets really, really scary. Yeah. Uh, Would Fedor be able to take him down? Would he be able to keep him down? Would he be able to do this? Or knock him out. Yeah. I mean, Um, there's a
0: lot of... And that's the thing that sucks is being a fighter, being a fan watching these fighters for the past, you know, 20 years, having those dreams, like, what if this guy is prime versus this guy is prime? Well, they're able to see that. So you kind of got to in your mind and envision it. And... Well, you got video games, you got this, you got
1: it's that. It's not the same, though. It's, it's not the same, but it's it's the best of what we've got right now. Um, but going back to um, Gustafson and Verdun. Well, who do you pick? Uh, you know, I'm going to uh, go with Gustafson. Uh, he's, he's younger. It's his first time at heavyweight. We're going to see how he moves. He's had some time off. Um, to, to sort of recoup himself, um, it, I think. I think it's an interesting fight. It's a traditional striker uh, versus grappler stri- uh, fight, um, but you know, like we we haven't seen how heavyweights move in this smaller octagon, and I'm excited. Now, is to this see it. at Fighter Island? Yes. Yeah, this is uh, Yas Island. Um, so it, it'll be interesting to see. But Fabricio Werdum is also. Um, He's over there uh with Rafael Cordero from King's MMA. Mm-hmm. From King's MMA uh he was formerly part of Shooter Box where he trained Vanderlei, where he trained um Anderson, where he where he trained Shogun Hua. Uh he's a former uh Brazilian Muay Thai champion. He's a ra Rafael Cordero is when you see the new Mike Tyson pad work videos, Rafael Cordero is the guy holding the mitts. He's taking those shots. Um he is probably the best striking coach on the planet. Okay, mm-hmm. um, so Fabrizio Verdum, It's not like he's got someone who doesn't know how to build a strategy around him. So it's gonna be interesting. It, I think it's gonna be a good fight. I give this fight Fabrizio second round submission. Okay, um, I, I'll, I'll go with second second round knockout by Gustafson. Um, I think that I think the speed. Uh, is going to play uh, play a part now? It's MMA, so anything goes. Shit. I That's mean, like, the weird part. You can go out there in the first ten seconds, the right shot, at the right time, and be over. Uh, yeah, and and next thing you know, Fabrizio Verdoom is has somehow finagled his way to the, the front of the line for a, a, a title fight or a number one contender shot. I mean, like, what happens with the winner of this fight? Like, let's talk about that. Like, well, who's champ right now? Uh, right in the heavyweight division, yep. uh, it's Stipe, and he's booked yep. to fight DC. Um, the only other option that you have right now is, uh, what's, what's the guy's name? Jared Restruick, uh, um, or Francis Ngannou. Those two have fought. Ooh, Francis knocked him out. I, I don't see Fabrizio Bergoum.
0: I mean, either one I of these the fighters gets, has to take two or three fights before they fight. Uh, I think the winner of this fight gets to face Francis, and then the winner gets the title.
1: I think that's a, that's a good one, but I, I think that, um... Ganu has probably done enough to secure another title shot to, to be viewed
0: as the immediate contender. He is, but the with the another DC. fight happening right now, you've got that, all that layoff time. I think if this fight goes the winner gets to face him, then the, the winner of that fight gets to face the champ. The problem is, let's think about this from a long-term standpoint. Do you... Who, how would you put Fabrizio up against Francis? How would you put Gustafson, who wants to stand and bang, up against Francis? Uh, I think that
1: if you're Gustafson, you you start low uh, and and aim high. No, you start throwing those leg kicks. You're going to slow down in Ghanu. Uh, you're going to you know maybe you, you'll actually avoid you'll the him. hits. A- avoid uh, avoid the, uh, the the haymakers. And I think that if you're a striker of the caliber of of Gustafson, you stand a really good chance of being able to do that. Um, but at the same
0: time, if you you've got to not get touched. Francis Francis Ngannou, Which, that's the other side, and every that's like every it's everybody's game plan. And so far, it's
1: it's only worked for Stipe. Yeah, um, and and Stipe, you know, won by the same. I mean, by the, the same way that um, uh, Kamaru Usman won, and that was with with wrestling and and tiring out his opponent. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Um, I like Gustafson in this fight, and I'll say second round knockout.
0: All right, now the fight that I am so torn, I'm going to take a minute to even just try to figure this out. Now, this
1: is a trilogy fight, by the way, which is it pretty is. interesting. Um, we're, we're looking at a guy uh, in... We're looking at Shogun Hua, uh, uh, and, Hua. and we're looking at uh, uh, Antonio Ruggiero Nogueira, a little knock. Um, now, this is their third, third time fighting. You look at, you look at Shogun's record just by numbers and it's not necessarily very impressive 26 wins 11 losses but you look at who those 26 wins are over and then you look at who those losses are to and it becomes something very different i mean you've got a um he's he's strung a win together he's strung some there there been some losses but um you know there was the loss to anthony smith but before that it was OSP in 2014 and then Dan Henderson before that Mom. and that Dan Henderson fight back in 2014 was one of the greatest fights of all time especially in the lightweight division two guys that were just giving it all and uh, could have died in there just want to make sure
0: I clarify something here for you Mr. Bill shoot last year Mauricio Shogunhua had a draw against uh, Paul Craig remember him a um, fight that's my boy yeah, yeah, he's on this card. So, my boy from earlier in the fight card has a draw against Hua. I'm so proud I picked him. 2018.
1: Yeah. So, so with this, who do you like?
0: 2016. I mean, he's. My boy Mauricio. I want to go Mauricio in this fight because this is the, the tiebreaker, isn't it?
1: Not sure. Not, Aren't not 100% they sure.
0: one and one each right now?
1: Probably. It sounds about right. Um, but uh, but Shogun, not Shogun. Um, uh, Mini Toro, uh, Minotaro, uh, with a record of twenty three and nine. He's he's got some, he's got some solid fights. He's got some solid backgrounds. Um, you know, he uh, I mean, went over Patrick Cummins. win over uh, Sam Alvey. He does have a loss, a TKO loss to Ryan Bader. Uh, Anthony Johnson. There was a loss to uh, to Shogun back in 2015, but it's not like he's losing to uh, to slackers. No, you know what I'm saying. Like he's he's got some wins, he's got some losses, but he's got a win over Overeem. Um, I mean, he's got a record that stretches back many many years, and it, so it is worth noting that you know these are um, these are real fights against real competitors, um, and I, I kind of like okay so Minnow uh, is a uh, 44 Shogun's 38 I, I still gotta go gotta go with Shogun but they they're both fighters with a lot of mileage on them mm-hmm. um, Shogun has been knocked out uh, old mini nog Lil nog cannot
0: people out yeah. it's interesting it's an interesting fight um who are you picking who's who's your pick on this one I gotta go with Shogun. actually I was going with that one too I gotta go Shogun yeah. Just because he's, although he he may be, you know, he like said not the best record. He's younger than the, than Min- the Mininog, and Shogun is, in my opinion, trying to get his last run in right now. Yeah, if he, he can, if he can do another two or three, fight win streak, he can string a couple wins
1: together. He's a guy that's always a couple fights away, uh, from a title shot. Yep. Yeah. You know, whether or not he'll do anything with it, whether he'll be able to capitalize on it, it's something else completely. But, Shogun is always a win or two away yep. from being. In, so in, we're
0: both going yeah. with Shogun. How you going? What round? or What way? Um, I'm going second round knockout. Second round knockout? Yeah. I think he'll he'll use his kicks to to take
1: away from. I was going to uh, say
0: third round knockout.
1: Minnow's uh, uh, jiu jitsu and boxing.
0: I was going to say third round knockout. I was going to going to drag him to the deep end of third round and kind of tire Mino out and try to wear him down with some of his wrestling and striking and then. In that third round, just push the pace and just try to get that, that right hand to land. Mm-hmm. Now. Main event. Whew. Main event. Robert Whitaker, Darren Till. Darren Till is beast in it right now. I love Darren Till. He's a... He, I, I, I Young, like him a lot. Very, very good shape. Very good, good fighter. I mean, he's... I want to say he's very well-rounded. He has the ability to go where it needs to go and still hold his own now with that being said whitaker also a very well-rounded fighter to me st- stronger with the wrestling than he is the striking but with that being said i don't know his camp i don't know what they've been doing well they call him bobby knuckles
1: for a reason and so i think that um you know it's because he doesn't necessarily use his striking all the time he's, he's very well-rounded with the striking. He can yeah. do a lot of things. He can move really, really oh, his, well.
0: his head limit's fucking um, great.
1: His most recent loss is to the champion, and it was for the belt. Before that, he was on a, easily like a 10-fight win streak, uh, including uh, wins over guys like Brad Tavares. One of my favorite fighters, Uriah Hall. He's... Yoel Romero. He's got some... He's, yeah, he's a bad man. He is a bad, bad... He fought Yoel Romero twice, back-to-back. He has spent almost an hour... Locked in a cage with Joel Romero, the I mean the only thing that, that you can say about that is that it probably took some time off of him, right? Like that would kill us. Uh, kill us and kill us painfully and quickly. <laughs> so if he's got anything going against him, it's probably that he's got an uh, almost an hour, um, worth of fighting time in there with Yoel Romero um, versus a guy like Darren Till who's who's young who doesn't have the same. Um, same caliber of fighter in in the weight classes that that, that at 185, right? Yeah. Um, he's all Romero does not walk into a cage at 185 pounds. He's well over 200 when he gets <laughs> in there. He is a big, bad mother lover. Uh, he's very strong. He's very fast, and he can punch your head off. And Bobby Knuckles took those shots. I don't know. I mean, we all know Darren Till is dangerous on his feet. He's very. a strong fighter. He's a good fighter. He is a professional who knows what he's doing.
0: One thing about Darren I'll say that's going to be a hindrance to him is, in my opinion, watching it, he's a little stiff. He doesn't have the fluid that Whitaker has. He's going to stand there and take some shots from Whitaker, which is not smart. But at the same time, if he's taking shots, that means Whitaker's close enough to take shots from Darren. Yeah. And it's going to be... I don't know if it's going to be a stand-up war. I hope it is. I think Whitaker's going to come in use his strikes to kind of confuse Darren and shoot. But the question is, can he get it? Can he take Darren down and lay on him? And that's why I don't know.
1: I like Robert Whitaker for sentimental reasons. He, like, seems... He does the right things for the right reasons. He's he's backed out of fights, if I recall correctly, because his little girl was sick. Yep. Um, he He's a family guy. I like the guy. And I'd and say like Darren Till isn't a family guy. I know he's got a fiancé or something. But, like, they're both fighters I respect. Um, Darren Till is, is a guy who's very honest with young fighters. I don't uh, know if you saw a recent video he did where he was talking about... Um, he was talking to, excuse me. He was talking to young fighters, and he was telling them like you can't, you can't live this very strict, rigid life all the time. You have to live your life. Uh, if you look at, say, the one eighty-five champion, uh, Israel Adesanya, he eats cheeseburgers, he drives fast cars, and he has a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is able to be the champion. You have to enjoy the life that you have. You have to enjoy the things that are in front of you, and you have to believe in yourself. You have to put in the work. You have to do this. You have to do that. And it becomes very easy for me to say, well, I like that guy too. So you have to step back and you say, well, what is it about these two fighters um, that I think is the most special? Well, I think that Robert Whitaker is a much more well-rounded fighter. I think that Darren Till... Is the stronger guy. I think oh, his, sure. his kickboxing is strong. They, I think they call him the gorilla. He's a giant. He's a big man. Um, but uh, you couldn't knock Robert Whitaker out in an hour with Yoel Romero. Who hits like a fucking freak train. Well, not just that, but he. Picks you up, he puts you down, he punches real hard. Everything that you're supposed to do to kill a motherfucker with your bare hands, Yoel Romero does really well. Um and and Yoel Romero couldn't kill uh, Robert Whitaker. So
0: I'm going man. Yeah, how about this? This fight will make it a little different for us, Bill. Let's wait and I want to see them come in the cage. Ooh. So, are we going to be doing a, a live chat with this? We, we could try. Um, there, there are a couple of different options.
1: Um, I mean, I'll have the fights at my house. But I'll, I'll, have, I'll, I'll also be uh, streaming at my house as well. So one of the things that we can do, um, and we've experimented a little bit myself and, uh, and Siri, um, is we could, we could watch it um, and then we could have a Zoom meeting. and um, Because the, the Zoom meetings, especially when they're just audio, they don't use a lot of data. They don't use a lot of... Uh, okay. Yeah, so... Um, oh, interesting note. Going back. i got to run back um, okay. uh, to uh, to our boy Robert Whitaker's record. Um, TKO, head ki- uh, TKO head kick and punches of Ronaldo Souza. Uh, Der- and Derek Brunson. Ooh. Knockout uh, to Brad Ooh. Tavares. Um, a guy by the name of Clint Hester knocked him out with knees and punches. Uh, our, our, our guy... Our guy Robert Whittaker definitely has has hands.
0: I don't want to pick this fight until I see them enter the room. Until we see them enter the room, that's I want fair to enough. see them
1: enter. I want to see look in their eyes and see how see where their mindset's at. That's fair enough. I had I had Shogun in the fight with John Jones
0: mm-hmm. until they walked out. So so that's fair. Now just so you know, any fighters that listen to this, if you come out to your own theme music with your own self singing it or Rocky. You're probably the going Tiger, to lose. You're going to lose, guaranteed. Because I obviously did a, a little poll for myself. Went back and watched a lot of fights and fast-forwarded entrances only. Everybody that came out to the Rocky theme song has lost. Did you know that? Now, I the sense. Tiger, every single person that's played either the Tiger has lost. So,
1: and, and and going back to Tyron Woodley and his song with Wiz Khalifa, walking out to that, he was he was Tyron woodley by uh by Kamara Usman so you know like there's, that there's something that still bothers said.
0: me just you know and it should it because absolutely should Woodley did not Woodley no he got woodley yep by Kamara Usman who by the way if he'd have done that to
1: um uh Jorge? to Jorge I wouldn't have been so bothered by the way he He's went. Only right if he'd uh picked him up slammed him held
0: him down the same way he did to Tyron Woodley um I would have enjoyed that more. Now, did you know that Dana White announced uh, after fight that uh, Jorge Masvidal is the biggest draw in UFC today?
1: Yeah, so that was um, since the Conor Habib fight. Uh, that was the, the, the highest-selling uh, pay-per-view.
0: I, 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 bought it. I bought ESPN Plus for that fight. And the thing is, looking at it, talking to some different men in the fights and doing the research myself, Dana White even said in an interview that he's had more requests to see Jorge Masvidal fight more often than any other fighter. People want to see Jorge because he doesn't disappoint. I mean, that fight, although he did not win, he was still having fun there. He was still laughing, joking, having fun in that ring, getting his ass whooped, but doing it with a smile on his face. Literally a smile.
1: Real quick, are we going to Zoom, yes or no? Yeah. Okay. Um, So I like Jorge. I like Jorge for a bunch of reasons. I think for just about any reason that you could like a fighter, um, or any kind of pro athlete, you can like about uh, Masvidal. One of them, he's got a beard and a man bun. All right, as a guy with a beard and a man bun, I approve this message. Um, <laughs> he's he's proud
0: to be an American. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I like the fact that he up and he came up from nothing, underneath Kimbo.
1: He he came up from from
0: nothing. Kimbo let's, let's start saw there. something in him, it was like, you're with me, and Kimbo and his, I don't want to say his camp, but it was his boys that were helping him increase his abilities, his camp of friends, helping him increase his street fight, you know, cred, and he grabbed Jorge, you're fighting tonight, what, yep, get over here, and Jorge, okay, he was vertical boxing in Miami, in Dade County, under Kimbo's tutelage, helping him, and it was just like, that's how he started, was getting told, you're gonna fight. And that's a guy who never backed down. And to this day in UFC, Dan White's like, hey, you want to fight? He's the one that's like, fuck it.
1: Yeah, there, there are fights that I would like to see him in uh, for, for no other reason than I just, I would like to see him. Pick one. I'd like to see him Tony Ferguson. Ooh.
0: Ooh. Uncle Cooey?
1: Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, uh, Masvidal has fought at 155. Yeah. I could be I could be wrong, but I believe he's fought at 155. But I, you could also say Tony Ferguson without cutting weight would probably fight at 170 or close to. Um, and that's a fight that would be I mean, none of neither of them would come out the same.
0: Now, um, I want to see him and Israel. Not for a title. No, just to see it. Just, just to see it. Just to see it. Yeah. Israel it's, is that style bender. He will fight your style and beat he's you so with fun it. fun to watch. I want to see him get in there and try to match the style of Jorge Masvidal. He's he's a video game game character. He's a guy who
1: figured out that that we're all just avatars and he figured out how to master his. He's that he's a he's the kid in the arcade that figured out all the special moves in Street Fighter uh, except he is Ryu. He is Ken. He is all of them. He's except he's Tekken cuz it's better. Um
0: <laughs> for me it's just looking at it like Israel always prides himself on he'll beat you your style. If you're a striker, he's gonna outstrike you. If you're a wrestler, he's gonna out wrestle you. I wanna see him Vidal. mats Vidal. Because I don't I mean, even know what that looks like. What that looks like greatness for the fans. What do
1: two guys that that can throw flying knees? Uh, <laughs> guys who have <laughs> really cool kicks and punch combos. I mean those two dudes are just they're fun to watch.
0: Um I I could I, you imagine for Dana White that payday no, I'm more... Oh, like what? Legitimately, I am more <laughs> interested... Time out, Bill. Read this truck's back window. There's a new Tahoe out front, a broken out back window. Uh, well, you'll see it, Bill. Hold on. It's got a broken out back side window. I can't identify them, man. I don't want to. Don't. Okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's a new Tahoe, folks, in the back driver's side window. The very back... Somebody, oh, man,
1: we won't say what it says because it would give them away, but if you saw it, you'd know.
0: Um, um, I'll say it it says my wife did this that guy his wife is pissed that he is driving that around or she is driving that vehicle around knowing not only did the window get broke out but it was written on there my wife did this now funny thing to think about what if he did it and just passed the blame onto her all right so
1: <laughs> i don't know how many times i farted and blamed someone else or just <laughs> didn't acknowledge that it was me um and it's kind of
0: like, man, But blame it's better in, if he's not married. But blaming your fart on somebody else versus breaking your back window out of your vehicle, taping it off, and then writing, my wife did this, and her had to go to work, hop in the car, and drive around town with it in the back window, Man, hilarious. I hope I don't get sued. Um, <laughs> nah,
1: so like, if I, if I wasn't married, that would be the best thing to put on there. Because it's like, oh, shit, that dude's got a crazy wife. Or if I was a, a lady, and I put my husband did this, but I'm not married... Well, that's funny. But a, that's funny, uh, and and B, like, you get a lot of sympathy. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, if you I, I'm, I'm sorry that your your ex your husband. I don't have a problem calling him. I have a problem calling him your husband because no man would ever do this to his latest vehicle. Some dude <laughs> is just gonna be like giving you the most sympathy ever. He's gonna buy you lunch. Maybe uh, fix your window.
0: Maybe he fixes Yeah. Maybe it fixes your window. Get your window fixed. Because you put on there, my husband did this, and it wasn't even your husband. Yeah, it could have been you. Just throwing some shit. Could have the been people. you. It could have been you. Yo, what was that uh, yeah. Carrie
1: Underwood song about uh, she thought her boyfriend might have been cheating, so she fucked up his car? Um, so there's a rapper by the name of Shay uh, Noir. Uh, she's out of um, out of Buffalo. She just recorded, um, just released a record with uh, Apollo Brown. Very good album. Um, But she's got a song where she goes a step further, and instead of keying the dude's car, uh, she shoots him uh, because of her own failure to communicate and fear that he was cheating.
0: And he wasn't? Wasn't? I
1: don't want to give away anything, because it's a really good... A uh, good album, and now that you know, like we talked about, it, I've got to. It's going to take me more time to edit this because I got to include a link to that album uh, in the description, and that's fine. Totally. totally so you're cool
0: right it. now, real quick,
1: name an artist people should look up. Um, I, I like Shay Noir's record. Um, I think that as far as and not just female rappers go, um, any rappers as go. A rapper. She's she's very very good. If you pay attention to a uh, hip hop production in the underground, then you might be familiar. Uh, with Apollo Brown out of Detroit. He's recorded records with guys like Locksmith, Raskaps, uh Joel Ortiz, um, guys that you would um, consider super lyricists, right? Um, he's recording, and I believe this is actually her first full-length record, and it's entirely produced by Apollo Brown, coming out on Mellow Music, came out on Mellow Music Group. Um, and from beginning to end, it's just a very... Good rap record. However, like I define a good rap record is like well-written lyrics, well-thought-out lyrics, uh, good strong beats and 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 hooks. Like not that love dove above, you know bullshit. Um, but also, if you're gonna have features, what are the quality of those features? Um, Black Thought from uh, the Roots is on there, and if Black Thought is not right now the the um, the best rapper alive. Um, he's got the most examples of, of greatness um, alive. He, you know, He's just got so many things that you can point to and say, well, that's a, that was an incredible verse. That was an incredible bar. That was, that was a well-written, that was a great song. There was this, there was that. Um, the things that I really enjoy uh, about a rapper, he's got. Um, so it's, you know, I'm
0: going to say first. Bro Next. Who? Brodnax. B-R-O-D-N-A-X. It's a white guy. Does a little different kind of style of rap. He has his new album. Which is, it's called Brodnax. It's his name. He just kind of went basic with it. He has songs. It's only, an eight, al- only eight songs on the album. One of the songs with Adam Calhoun. One's with Mercules, which, by the way, if you listen to this and don't know who Mercules is, you need to step your life game up. And then one was Struggle Jennings, which anything that man touches the past five years has been gold.
1: Now, that was the joint you played for me? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'll include a link to the video. I like the horns on it. Oh, the horns are um, great. And the
0: guy, I like that he's rapping about things that are real to him.
1: Okay, uh, one more that I think people should listen to. Okay. Just recently came out. Um, band's called Illuminati Hotties. Yep. And that, sh- that shit's just cool. It's just a lot of fun to listen well, to. there's a um, All right.
0: So we need... So we got the fights. We got the fights uh, picked up. Um, I will text you before the main event bell rings. So I will set up the Zoom meeting. Um, Can we Zoom meet video while the, we're streaming it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Are so, you gonna have enough bandwidth to do that? Um, yeah. So I was. I was a little bit like when we tried the other
1: day. You know. Uh, There was a lot of stuff running at once. and so 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 you can get that
0: to where me and you can, I think it'd be fun to Zoom meet with us during the main event. Gus and Verdum. I will do it during Gus and Verdum. I will send you the invitation. I will post it
1: on my Instagram. Now, if we're doing Zoom meeting, can people watch us live? Uh, People who are watching the fight can tune in, and they can join us and be part of the shit-talking. How do you figure? Out? How do, you do that? Uh, well, that's why I said you post on...
0: I will post on my, my Facebook and on my So we should probably Instagram. start this in the coming event after it ends, right then. And then I will have Kim, because she's amazing, and she will help me. We'll do it during... Gus
1: and Verdun. Yes. Um, and I will put on my Facebook product tonight that we're doing it. I will put on um, mine as well. As and I, I will so plug like it into the Streaming Service and Chill Facebook uh, page. Okay, now... So I've got a Facebook page for Streaming Service and Chill. We'll if they click
0: group. on that... It will stream it a lot. They will, will join us. They can join and talk, or just it won't be their video; it'll just be their texting. They can join and
1: talk. Uh, I believe they'll also be able to text. Um, but the other thing that they'll, if they have ESPN Plus, um, you know, they can stream it from their house as well, or they got ESPN. Uh, however, they choose to watch the fight. So, like, okay. I'll be streaming it. You'll be streaming it. Yep. And because it's just dialogue, it's just banter. It's using up a lot less bandwidth.
0: Okay, so it won't be a video chat. It'll be audio chat.
1: Yes, um, and what I've learned from my my interaction with Siri is that that's stuff that we can do going forward with like Prime because the audio doesn't take up a lot of bandwidth.
0: Okay. Um, it's it's when you start device.
1: adding video that it starts taking it starts taking up a lot of bandwidth. Okay. Um,
0: so we can do this. So folks, if you're listening to this now, tune in. Watch for my Facebook and Bill's Facebook. You'll see the link. Click it. Join in now. Is there a way for us to mute them? If someone gets in there being a total asshat as the admin, can you just, like, boot them or mute them? Probably. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Someone's there screaming the whole damn time. Um,
1: yeah, and if, they, if they If that's the case, we'll remove them. We'll figure out a way to remove them. We can do that. Okay. Uh, I, I don't imagine that we're going to have anyone that's too much of an asshole.
0: Um, and we'll go. We'll, we'll go I'm, I'm down with this. So, we'll, so I'm not making my pick yet. Darren Till versus the man, Robert Whittaker. We will wait and see, we'll wait until the day till till the minute of, like see them entry. Okay. I like it. All right, folks. Thank you
1: for tuning in. Have a great day. Have a great evening. Have a great, whenever it is you are listening to this. Oh, while we're here, we might as well uh, talk a little before we go. And okay. You are a supporter of the podcast. Talk about 5150.
0: Oh, uh, we're uh, just growing. We got a lot more business. We're getting more and more customers who are getting off cigarettes, which is making us happy, helping them. Um, doing some uh, sponsoring as well we have some new events coming up you know with uh, the august 8th another base meetup for the 49th state audio addicts a car club that i am the president of we have wrestling show in soldatna um wrestling show in anchorage how do you get a new venue um we are locking that in right now we are doing a lot of things uh, around the peninsula around alaska covid sucks ass um Big ass sucker. you didn't know this it it has cost a lot of entertainment to be missed out on by people. And that bothers me. A whole bunch of stuff. Because, I mean, there's so much stuff we had planned for this summer that's now put on hold. And I'm not trying to downplay COVID. If somebody you know has it or had it and passed away, my heart is out to you. I feel bad. But at the same time, we, we as, a, as a world need to move up and just kind of move forward with this and live our lives.
1: So, I, I don't know. I don't want to get too, too deep down the COVID rabbit hole. But I, I will say that it's weird that... Um, we're talking about a vaccine, but we're not talking about ways to boost our immune systems. Um, so that's a conversation that you should have with yourself. Um, you know, and, and we're all trying to be better people and do the things we know we're supposed to be doing. But that being said, um, it's scary to me that the talk is always of a vaccine rather than doing what you can to boost your immune system, uh, getting fresh air, eating better food, uh, working out, doing the things you know we're, you know you're supposed to be doing. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Don't finger your butthole and then fucking chew on your fingernails.
0: And now, if I finger my own butthole and I can chew my own fingernails, how am I getting COVID if I don't have COVID? So, don't finger other people's buttholes and then chew on your fingers. Yes.
1: That's true. That's, maybe there's that too. Um, <laughs> but it's also a good way to like, if you feel like I might have COVID, I gotta, um, I'm losing my sense of smell, finger your own butthole for a minute and
0: then give it a whiff. <laughs> See, I got mad at my and Me. We're talking away here. Are uh, you talking uh, about fingering your butthole? No, not this time. Um, but we we're talking about like, I get annoyed as a grown ass man. I am a 35 year old man and I get told I have to do something that annoys me. Don't tell me what I have to do. But now all these businesses tell me I have to wear a mask. And that's when I decide I'm not going to those businesses no more. So, on the, on the flip side of that, right? Because I, I carry a mask in in my uh, I have one my in
1: my in my car. All right. Um, it's I'm gonna save this one for stand up. Um, so like wearing wearing a mask is like wearing a condom. Like sometimes you, some some people do it, some people refuse to. Uh, sometimes you only do it when you absolutely have to. Yeah. Um, and so you know like you just have to be cognizant and know who you are and and judge the situation um but if you okay so the the mask is to protect others from you it's not to protect you from whatever's out mm -hmm. there um if you feel like you're coming down with something and you are leaving the house um then then there's a bigger issue to deal with than whether or not you're wearing a mask if you feel like you are sick and you are going out in in public you're kind of an asshole. Yep. Um, but the mask it the the mask is to protect others from you, which basically means that we are the virus.
0: Yeah, which to me is just like okay, well if I don't have it, I shouldn't wear the mask. But well what if this guy over here gets offended you're not wearing it? Well that's his fault, not mine.
1: Um Jay Dyer, I'm not sure sh- sure if you're familiar with him. Uh, he does a podcast called Jay's Analysis. Um you can find his, his YouTube channel, he's a brilliant guy. Um but he... His viewpoint is that, and I don't mean to paraphrase him, uh, too much, but the mask is to create a, a, a barrier between you and other people, right? It's, um, it's so that we view each other as the virus. We view each other as toxic. We don't view each other as people anymore because it's easier to develop resentment um, towards, uh, towards your fellow man. Mm-hmm. And I could, be, I could be wrong in his analysis of that, but I, I think I got it right. Anywho, um, people who also are complaining about masks aren't shoplifting enough.
0: Yeah. You can go to Walmart right now. They don't stop at the door no more. You can go in and out. They can't stop you. <laughs> just saying. I bro. was
1: I was just talking about petty crime because everyone's wearing a mask. Uh,
0: yeah, I thought it was funny that Alaska had, but the nation of the law, if you carry still carry a firearm, you can't wear a mask to see your face. Uh, Alaska said, as long as you have no intent to do anything illegal, you can wear a mask while carrying a gun.
1: Dave's not a lawyer and neither am I. I would still look into look that.
0: In, no, that they changed this funny thing is if you read it all, I was laughing hard reading it that's what I took for as long as the governor, bitch of which of Berkowitz's name, my bad. That's the mayor. Mayor, Mayor of Berkowitz. bitch uh, said, uh, as long as you have no intent to do anything illegal, you can wear a mask while concealed carrying. I'm like, hold on. If I have no intent, okay. Look that up. It's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Well, we'll We'll do that. We'll do it on future podcasts, but I was gonna tune in. Um, Yeah. First off, we're not lawyers. I wouldn't. I'm not a lawyer. Yeah. I I wouldn't. I carry my firearm most of the time, and I wear a mask. I don't care because you made me wear a mask. I'm wearing my gun. You have a problem with that? I shouldn't wear a mask. That's my opinion on it. Okay. Um, I don't know. It's
1: not. The legality of wearing a mask uh, while you're armed isn't one that I like crosses my mind. Um, but keep in mind though, like, some of the stuff that's coming out is that um, one of the issues that they're having right now, right, is uh, with masks is that it does disrupt the facial recognition software that is on everything. It's um, hard
0: to lock your cell phone when you um, have a mask. I'm just saying. Uh, well,
1: so check it out. Like, you have all these trackers on your phone now, and If they can't tell who you are by your mask, they're going to tell who who you are by your location.
0: All right, Bill, I have to ask for you in this podcast because I've been waiting to get your opinion on this. The change shortage in America and trying to get rid of money. Is that that just conspiracy going on right now? I know know you're ready for this. So um, I was on a radio
1: show uh, this morning, and a woman called in, and she, she was talking about her time in China and she said that it's uh, more or less a cashless society, right? I think we're going that way. Uh, and how do
0: you feel about that? I can tell you what you're thinking about, i tell you from my point of view. If I hire the neighbor kid to mow my lawn, I don't want to sign with Chris 20 for doing it for me, that's my choice. Now I have to if you get this whole cash, system, I have to log in my bank account, get your bank information and transfer you money so they can know where I'm spending my money and who's buying this, that, and the other from me? Well, let's say you, you did it over PayPal, right?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't think that, I don't think anyone's digging into, like, a transaction like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, um, you, you can send money, like, friends and family up. Yeah. Um, via PayPal. So, like, anything that you wanna do with your cash, right? Um, just, you you can you can hypothetically do in a, in a cashless society. You can use your PayPal or, or your Venmo to pay for stuff. You can get a little debit card that is linked to your PayPal and, and just swipe out like that. Um, you know you have options, and that's um, one of the things that that does. If you're talking about something like cryptocurrency, is it'll devalue the dollar, right? If people move to paying for everything with the daily value of Bitcoin. Um, you know it's it's x percentage points of bitcoin to buy this or this or this um it keeps that's how you would keep you know like the government or, or the irs from from tracking paypal if you paid your neighbor kid who mowed the lawn in bitcoin it would be just as convenient uh you would do it for your cell phone and there'd be no one tracking
0: it but what if i'm not saying i know people that do this but what if you were like a, kind of, uh, a drug dealer going to open a separate bank account to to do this.
1: Uh, again, Bitcoin. Like how do you how do you think people buy things on the black market? All right. That just makes um, the black market becomes the market using the using the dark web. Like yeah, you i know, like let me let me use my 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 actual PayPal information to buy this thing that I'm not supposed to be buying. Um, now you'd be paying in Bitcoin. You'd be paying in some other cryptocurrency. Anything it's, it's going that's the way the world's going. Um on a grand scale yeah because i don't necessarily if i go to europe right i don't necessarily want to get money converted i don't want to do this i don't want to do that i can lose money on the money on the the currency conversion whatever whatever but um if i'm paying for something in bitcoin let's say i I go to a restaurant with my wife and i can use, use my bitcoin wallet to pay for our meal um and it would probably be a little bit less expensive because no one has to get currency converted. No one has to make that trip into the bank if you wanted to cash it out, whatever, whatever. Um, and I'll, I'll bring on um, uh, Curtis Dunham. He is the, uh, the owner of Kenai Sapphones. He also does like an Alaska Bitcoin business. Uh, we'll bring him back on to talk about cryptocurrencies. Because I would to be involved think, in
0: that one. So I want to learn more about it.
1: Yeah, I think that that's the one that we're gonna um, we're going to have to get back to because when you talk about a cashless society um, people start getting very nervous and they have every
0: they have every right to feel any way they want to about anything i just i've had a lot of customers come in here like you take cash still i'm like yeah how much longer as long as there's cash i'm taking it you know i don't understand and then I start doing more research and i'm like wow this is a very real thing yeah it just means all these credit companies are about to make a lot more money. If everybody has to go cashless. You're going to see more people getting credit cards and debit cards and getting that, that little percentage knocked off for every transaction. It's going to make whoever owns these companies more money. Yeah, well, I mean, isn't that the goal, though? Yeah, but it just means people that are poor are about to be poorer. If you're paying 3% extra to every transaction or 1%, over the course of five years, that 1% adds up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it also comes down to, to choice, though. Yeah.
1: Like, you can choose, you, you can make the decisions uh, to do the things that are going to get you the best interest rate possible, so that when you take a loan, uh, it, it's...
0: But if you know hard. the credit score to get that, you know the choice, you have to take what you can take.
1: Well, until you can get what you can get. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyway, alright. So, Dave, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for your time, man. It's always a great time, Bill. Alright, and we'll put down the Zoom address uh, during um, the Fabrizio Verdun Alexander Gustafson fight. That way, you find folks can join us for the main event and talk your
0: shit. And have some fun doing it. And ask us questions. If we're there, you have a question you want to ask. Me and Bill, you've been dying to ask us. Now's your time. Absolutely. We'll try to answer them all as best we can. All right, ladies, gents, others, have a great day, and we'll talk to you real soon. All right, bye.
1: As per 3AAC 306.360, Alaska Marijuana Control Board Cannabis Use Warning A, marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. B. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. C. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. D. For use by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. And E. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding.